Welcome everyone to Orono, Maine. Merrimack Warrior Hockey back on the air. Warriors get set to uh, play their final road weekend series of the year. Merrimack taking on the Maine Black Bears. Time for our pregame chat. We visit as we always do with Merrimack head coach Mark Dennehy. And, well, Mark, a 5-5 tie with BC Saturday night. Uh, great atmosphere. Felt like a playoff game. Uh, you get the late goal by Jonathan Lashin to tie it up. Nice to come out of that one with a point. It is. It would have been uh, tragic if we didn't. Uh, it's one of a, a number of ties this year. I can think of uh, the UConn game where we had to come back, both Lowell games. So four out of our seven ties that I think, you know, it's one of, you know, they're, they're ties that we thought we should have won, that we thought we were the better team in, in, in those games. So, um, it would have been it would have been upsetting not to get a point, especially since it kept us in the home ice race, and uh, you know gives us an opportunity to compete for home ice in the first round. But I thought our guys played well, and um, and and they played a full 60 minutes. And we, we talk about not worrying about the score till the end of the game, mm-hmm. and they put it into practice. Mark, if you could, maybe you could walk us through the game-tying goal. The extra attacker's on. Jonathan Lashin scores his first goal. He's one of your best defenders. He winds up scoring. How did that play develop? So, you know, usually Alex Carl would be out there in that situation, as I mentioned after the game. You know, uh, Johnny's one of those guys that, first of all, he's prepared for every situation, so you can plug him in anywhere. Mm-hmm. But um, usually when we practice, he's part of the, the, the group of five trying to defend because he, he'll be on the ice uh, when, we're, when we're up a goal because he's so strong in front of our net. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, kudos to him for, for paying attention to what we do. Basically, we, we, we send both forwards on the line um, in to, to try to help us with any sort of lost face-offs, and we stack one forward behind uh, on the backhand side where we're trying to win it. Mm-hmm. And the idea is to get it to the point and try to spread them out. If we can get it to the net with with uh, with a screen, all the better. But uh, you know, try to spread the zone at least and, and maintain possession, establish possession, and then look for a chance. And and Johnny was being pressured a little bit, and ended up throwing it to the net. And I think it was Brian Christie got a stick in front of their goaltender and, and took his eyes away, and we ended up. Uh, being the beneficiaries of it. All right, Mark, uh, Matthew Fogut scored two goals on Saturday. His development has really been outstanding. It's important to remember that he's only 18 years old. How good can this kid be? Yeah, well, he's you know he's got and he's got excellent skill. He sees the ice. He, he makes plays. Um, you know, he's in a new position. Uh, it's something that we have to remind ourselves is that you know most nights he's one of the youngest guys, if not the youngest guy on the ice, um, and he's still learning. So I think as he gets more comfortable, you, you'll you'll really start to see his offensive ability shine. But uh, you know, it starts in the defensive zone. It starts on the wall, and those are some of the areas that he's working on. And I said after the game that, you know, as happy as I was that he scored two because it allowed us to get a point that night, yeah. uh, I was just as pleased with some of the little things he did. He ended up getting a puck out in the third period, um, you know, eating a puck and, and possessing it and then chipping it over the defenseman's head that earlier in the year he probably would have turned over. So yeah. uh, it's it's we know he's got ability. Like that That is not in question. It's more about him being in a position defensively to let those offenses abilities shine through. Well, Mark, it's another huge weekend. We move on to Maine tonight. Uh, very important matchup in the standings. Merrimack is a point ahead. Maine has struggled a bit this year, but they're always tough here in Orono. Uh, what sticks out to you about the Black Bears? Well, they play they play really hard. They're very physical. Um, you know, and and uh, we watched their series against Notre Dame, and 
Uh, I'll, I'll be honest, they played Notre Dame a lot tougher than we did. Um, you know, they, they, I think they made a, um, a conscious choice in recruiting to get bigger, to get stronger. Uh, I, I know uh, Red didn't feel like they were as big and strong as they needed to be. Mm-hmm. And there's always that balance between si- you know, between speed and skill and size and strength. And, um, and so they, they're a physical team. Uh, they play man-to-man. Uh, they're very stingy. And so even though they haven't scored a lot of goals, they haven't given a lot of goals up either. They don't beat themselves. They're well-coached. Um, so, you know, we're going to have our hands full. We've got to be patient, uh, and uh, we can't be bogged down with the, the, the um, how big the moment is or how, how big the game is because at the end of the day, you got to focus on what you need to do, and it's about process. It's about us just basically concentrating on what we need to do. The score will take care of itself, and we'll worry about it when the game's over. Well, obviously, Mark, you've had a chance to look at Maine on film. Uh, basically, in the work of the study work you've done this week, uh, what would you say would be Maine's biggest strength? Yeah, I think it. I think it is their strength. I think they're big and strong. I think their defensemen are mobile defenders. Uh, it's hard to get to their net. I mean, you look at the weekend they played UConn, right? Uh, UConn's another good defensive team in our league. That you know, offensively sometimes they're challenged, but they don't give away much. We've had to battle for every goal we've gotten against them. Uh, and there was it was a one nothing loss and a one one tie. So that kind of shows you the type of of uh, defensive. A prowess they have and, and dedication to defense. Um, not a team you want to you, you want to get behind because they can really defend and um, because they do have a tough time. You want to make it hard on them as well, and so that that's what we need to do. Well, Mark, last Saturday Alex Carl had to uh, come out of the game. Uh, he's out of the lineup tonight. Matt Cronin is in. Uh, what can you tell us about Carl? Uh, any kind of an update? And uh, of course, you have Cronin to come in and uh, play for him defensively. So uh, all is well there. Well, hey, listen, Matt, Matt Cronin has, since he came here, worked his tail off to get himself in the lineup, and he's, in, he's another guy like Johnny Lashin where you know he's going to be ready because pay, he pays attention. He, um, he trains even when he's not going. Um, you know, if he's not playing, he's getting a workout in to make sure that he, he's keeping up, and, and so when his number's called, he's ready. Um, you know, with Alex, you know you get a lot of puck poise there. You get a guy that's been on our, our power play uh, quite a bit. Was a kind of a stalwart there with with Mark Bayega. Um, it also allowed us to be even lefts and rights, um, which at times in certain forechecks uh, is beneficial. But um, you know, uh, Crow's ready. Uh, Crow's experienced, and uh, he's next up, and uh, and he's expected to do his job just like uh, just like anybody else. Well, Mark, finally, uh, we have a special guest uh, speaking at Merrimack on Monday. Clint Malarchuk will be in the house. Uh, he's certainly had a decorated career in the NHL, survived a really gruesome injury as well. And uh, What does it mean for, for Merrimack to have a guy like that come in and, and uh, speak to your hockey program? Well, I know he's going to talk a little bit about depression, I think, and, and substance abuse. Um, you know, and, and I'm interested to hear how it's tied into the end of his, his athletic career because oftentimes uh, athletes, uh, you know, it, it's like, there was no life away from hockey until it ended, and it ends abruptly. Yeah. So their whole lives are dedicated to, be, to being athletes and to, to getting to a certain level athletically. And when that ends, there can be a big void there. And so I'm interested in hearing him talk, um, you know, mental struggles and substance abuse are issues that we all face. Um, he's very brave to speak of it. I heard he's also very articulate in his discussion of it. Um, I think it's going to be great for our players. Um, it'll it'll have more meaning simply because he's a former NHL player. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, he's like everybody else. Um, 
you know but but I think he realizes that his story has more significance because he he can uh, probably draw a bigger crowd mm-hmm. and um, so I think it's important not just for our athletes but everybody on campus to come and listen and and, and hear of his struggles and uh, and I'm sure he'll, he'll be the first one to say it. if he can help one person then, then what he's doing is worth it Mark, uh, as always, we appreciate your time. Best of luck here in Orono tonight. Let's get these two, and uh, we'll uh, see you back here tomorrow night. Thanks, John. All right, that's Mark Dennehy. He's the head coach of the Merrimack Warriors. Mike Macknick and I will be back with more. We'll have the Dunkin' Donuts starting lineup coming up next. You're listening to Merrimack Warrior Hockey from Orono, Maine, on the Merrimack Radio Broadcast Network.